Welcome in to the Bear Down Podcast. I'm Chris Black, along with Adam Abdal. You can listen to our show weeknights from 6 to 8 on ESPN 1000 every weeknight. And also you can catch it on the ESPN Chicago app right here on the Bear Down Podcast. We bring you Bears conversation and the NFL conversation every Tuesday and Thursday right here on the Bear Down Podcast. Today, Abdallah, we are going to roll out one of our staples from our show, Black and Abdallah. Each week throughout the NFL season, we like to keep track of who the best teams in the NFL are, who the worst teams in the NFL are. And, and during the season, we do this each week on Black and Abdallah. It's a segment we, we like to call Five Up and Five Down. Up and down. Five up. High five. Five down. Down low. Just low. Five up and five down with Black and Abdallah on ESPN 1000. And down. That just feels good. It just feels right. I love that. I love that sound. It makes me all tingly. I got the the goosebumps. You see those? Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah, I see it. Goosebumps, my friends. Well, I mean, it's fun. Each and every week throughout the NFL season. I didn't know if you wanted to talk before we went to the actual five up, five down. No, you set it up so nicely. You set it up so nicely. You know, I didn't want to cut you out and just no. be like, here we go, right to it. You set it up nicely. You're you know, prepared. Right, right in. Here we go. You're you're, uh, you're you're prepared in case uh, you know this just ends up being the the black the black down podcast, the black down podcast. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. I, it'll be uh, one day. It'll be thoughts about Mad Men. The next day, it'll be about my garden. Uh, the following day, I'll have rogue NBA thoughts, and then the the fourth day, that's where we just break down watching Die Hard for the one hundredth time, and that's just all the podcast. It just cycles. Those are the categories in pizza. Five I'll up. Just, I'll just do, you know, I'll talk about pizza for like 35 minutes and how I order pizza on consecutive nights when my wife is out of town because I just, you got to you gotta get it in, man. Roger Sterling, five up? Yeah, Sterling, I, uh, today I will go with uh, Peggy Olsen uh, as my number one. Uh, Pete Campbell came back at the end, not as much as an, of a villain as he was earlier in, in the show's history. Yes, and uh, Don Draper, a tortured soul. I'm glad he found, uh, I think he found happiness at the end as he came up with the slogan for Buy the World a Coke. Five down? I, I think Ginsburg. that's how. Ginsburg, God, he's a weirdo. Five down? He cut off his nipple. Cooper. Oh, what, what, what are you doing to Burr Cooper? Wait, you put Burr Cooper in the five down? Well, yeah. Wow, that's rough. <laughs> Just I, saying. I, I'd say Joan. I'd put Joan in the five down category. Wow, wow, Joan in the down. Okay, nah, nah, she her character arc takes some weird, yeah, weird swings, and then yeah. like in the final season when she's she's into the guy who just got money and he doesn't want to deal with kids anymore and he just wants to travel the world. Like I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. You finished the show. No, previously, I know, but I'm re- I'm slowly rewatching it. Well, that's so. what that's what it is. This is a it, Mad Men is not a binge worthy show. No, it's it's a, a sipping on some uh, liquor. Yeah, you, you you pour a glass maybe with ice, or else you just drink it neat and you just sip. That, that's what Mad Men is. And, you just sip. Well, like from the month of um, I went when the NFL season ended. I went February, March, April into May, where one, once a night, I would watch one episode. Mm-hmm. And I just carried that all the way through. It was great. That is great. 
Like, there's no binging. There's no, I no. need to... I've watched, like, three in a row before. I feel yeah. like that's, like, a good... Well, it would usually that's be, like, like, a good amount. It'd be, like, one episode, and then I would start the next, and I would stop it, yeah. like, at the first commercial break and then catch back up the next night. But it, it was it was never, like, five in one night. It was, like, one. Um, and, there, like, I appreciate that it was a show written without having to have cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. And it was also seasons ended without having like huge shocking things take place. Yeah. Like things obviously happen. It's a it's a television show, but <laughs> it just it was made completely different than most of television. I think that's what I enjoy about it. Uh so you want to talk football? Yeah. Five up, five down on Black and Abdallah. I believe we do it on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh we list off the five best teams in the NFL, the five worst teams in the NFL. Uh we start with number five. I'm placing the L.A. Chargers at number five. Uh, I I think what the Chargers did in the offseason, adding Khalil Mack, but also they're one of those teams last year, they were on the rise. Uh, They were a team that that lost out, getting to the playoffs. They were almost there, 9-8. and They played that final game against the Raiders. The Raiders win. They get in the playoffs. Uh, Justin Herbert in another season, I think the added defensive uh, power that they they took advantage of the Bears selling off pieces here in the offseason. The Chargers are that next team. I, I have a feeling you're going to hear a lot of hype about the Chargers uh, hanging into this uh, football season. L.A. Chargers, number five on my list. I am going with the Kansas City Chiefs at number five. They got rid of Tyreek Hill. I know they added Juju Smith-Schuster. They drafted Sky Moore. Like, I know that they tried to replace Tyreek Hill, but it's very difficult to try to replace Tyreek Hill. I also don't know, like, what about, like, all the, the arms race, it seems like, in the AFC this year was defense. And I don't know if the Chiefs have added enough on defense to keep up. Like, everybody added their stoppers, right? Everybody added their pass rushers. I'm sure we're going to talk about a few of them here as we go through the top five here in our five up, five down. But I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs losing Tyreek Hill. I know they added some guys, and they still have Patrick Mahomes, who's one of the best in the league. And so uh, right now, though, heading into the season, number five for me is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, number four. Number four, I will place the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number four. Tom Brady retired, and then he unretired, and he's back in the mix for the Buccaneers. They're very good last year. Uh, they lose at home in a playoff game. It, it just didn't quite work out for them. They were the defending champs last year, but I think that their defense is still going to be successful. Last year, the defense uh, in yards per play on defense, they were ninth overall in the NFL. I think they stay at that level, top 10 defense level worthy. And also, I think Tom Brady will always have that offense working. I'm going to place the Bucks at number four. I went with the Chargers, who you mentioned before. I feel like, you know, adding Khalil Mack, adding that a defensive. And I know, you know, here he didn't play an entire season. He's been banged up the last couple seasons. But I feel like when you add that and you've got the, you mentioned having Justin Herbert mention, or saying that the the this is going to be not the breakout year, but this is going to be the year where they maybe finally break through. Listen, they could have tied at the end of the season and made the playoffs. And they might be a little bit higher because because who knows what they could have done there. But for me right now, number four, I think because of the additions on defense, they are. Sl- I have them right now slightly better, slightly better with than the Chiefs with room to grow. My number three team, best teams in the NFL as we sit here June 23rd as we await training camp in about a month. Number three, 
I'm going to place the Kansas City Chiefs at number three, and this is why. Until Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid prove me wrong, I'm going to ride with what they do offensively. Last year, they were the number one team offensively in yards per play. And you'd say, and you'll lay out the idea that they need to be better defensively. That's something you've already mentioned. The Chiefs were 28th last year in defensive yards per play. That's not good. They have to improve. But I will also seem to believe that in every game and every contest where it comes down to the final four minutes, the final two minutes, having Reed and Mahomes, even without Tyreek Hill, and I disagree with Hill's assessment that this offense is not going to go because Hill is now with the Dolphins and not with the Chiefs, I'm going to ride with Kansas City until I'm proven otherwise. I think they're the third best team in the NFL. This is where I put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for all the reasons that you mentioned. They still have Tom Brady. They still uh, are, are going to be a team that is tough to beat every single week because of his, you know, just because of his, his NFL smarts, right? Like, even if the body starts to go, even if the arm starts to go, he's still going to be the smartest person on the field. He's still going to be the one who you can count on in a late touchdown drive or to keep the ball on on their side of the field going into games. Now, Gronkowski was out there blocking and not, like, he wasn't, I don't know if he was that much of a factor towards the end of the season. Like, his body, all those those hits and that blocking and all that kind of stuff might have finally caught up with him, and that's why he announced his retirement for how long, who knows, because uh, he might, even his own agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said that he might be back halfway through the season if Tom Brady should call him. So for me, I'm going with the Bucks there uh, at, as the number three team. Number two, now listen, if you want to talk about off-season hype, You want to talk about a team that has won absolutely squat. You want to talk about a team that everyone is going to say they're going to get to the Super Bowl, much like how everyone said this team was going to get to the Super Bowl last year, and then they didn't. It's the Buffalo Bills. They're Mm. my number two team. The Mm. Buffalo Bills at number two. Love Mm. Josh Allen. Love the offense. Sean McDermott and the way that defense plays. They uh, add uh, defensive firepower as well. Uh, here in the offseason, I, I look at the Bills, and they lose that, that playoff game against the, the Chiefs in a shootout. But really, Buffalo was, throughout the season last year, one of the most powerful teams in all of the NFL. I think it's really difficult to go against what the Bills have kind of put together there and what they have. And then you add Von Miller to the to the group uh, on the defensive line. And, and it seems as if that's going to be the edge if Von Miller could play 17 games or mm-hmm. at least be healthy when they get to the playoffs. I think that's all it that kind of matters. But sitting here today, I have Buffalo at number two. I also have Buffalo at number two, and I think we both have the same number one team there as well. But yeah, everything I, I think that they have the best roster right now, top to bottom. Now, it's tough to not put the defending champions at number one. Because they are the defending champions, and I know Odell is is out, but they added Allen Robinson, so they still have depth at the wide receiver position for the Rams. But to me, the best overall roster, top to bottom, is the Buffalo Bills, especially after adding Von Miller and whether he plays, you know, twelve games during the regular season and then is healthy for the playoffs or whatever he can give you. It's a great addition for them for an already great defense. So for me, they've. But I can't. Until someone knocks them down or once we do start doing this later in the season and maybe they lose a couple games and the Bills win a few more games or something like that, I'm going Bills number two and then 
I'm going with Rams number one as my number one team right now. Yeah, we both have the Rams at number one. And uh, looking back on last season, they were a top six team in defensive yards per game. And we, we know that they have superstars all over the defensive side of the ball with Jalen Ramsey and then also Aaron Donald. Uh, Aaron Donald back in the mix, getting the new paper, one of the highest paid players in all of the NFL. I, I love what they have there, the veteran leadership defensively, but also it was proven on the offensive side. This team was fifth offensively last year, and they have a quarterback who got it done. A quarterback who was talked about as someone who can't get it done when he played for the Lions. Well, guess what? That has more to do with the Lions than it does with Matthew Stafford. And I could watch that pass in the Super Bowl late in the fourth quarter where he was looking one way and he threw a no-look pass, the Cooper Cup across mm-hmm. the middle. That was a thing of beauty. And Matthew Stafford got a chance to show out. He won a Super Bowl. I think they're the best team. They have the veteran leadership. They've been there. They've proven it. They spend money and they get it done. The Rams are the best team in the NFL, and they'll be the number one team on my list. Yeah, and also, I mean, Aaron Donald's coming back and flirting with the retirement or whatever, and him making that play that saved the Super Bowl, you know, sacking Joe Burrow uh, late in that game. So, yeah, they've got one of the best defenses. They've got one of the best offenses. They have one of the best coaches in the NFL. They won the Super Bowl. It's hard to take them down from the number one spot until you see them play uh, games this season and then maybe you know all this stuff can fluctuate maybe the bills move up but right now we both agree the rams are are both our number and the bills are both number one and two for both of us yeah so we go from five up to five down here are the worst the five worst teams that we think uh in the nfl sitting here on june 23rd here on the bear down podcast uh so number 28 i'm placing the carolina panthers at number 28 they were five and 12 last year uh, they were no good. I do think, though, when you start comparing Carolina's situation at quarterback to some of the other teams at the bottom of the barrel, I don't think it's as pathetic as it kind of seems. And it is possible that they land Baker Mayfield at some point. You just so, can't quit him, can you? No, it's okay. You just can't quit please, Sam Please Darnold. tell me, who are the Falcons starting at quarterback? You just can't quit. It's a whole team. It's not just the quarterback. The whole I, team is trash. I understand. The whole team is trash. Right. Okay. And I have them at 28. All right. That's not saying they're a playoff team. That's not even saying that they're going to be competitive. I have them at 28. Carolina's 28. I don't think they're as bad as I see, like, power rankings on ESPN.com has them at 32. Uh, I've got them at 28. They're still bad. Mm -hmm. We're splitting hairs here. I just don't think they're the worst team. No, I agree with – I mean, look, I have the Seahawks as my 28th team. I think the – I mean, you're you're getting it done with Drew Locke here. And they're also in the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes. Man, you so, just like, can't quit the Seahawks. I love Drew Locke. Love Drew wow, Locke. look at no. you. <laughs> no. Um, no, I mean, look, they still have DK Metcalf for now, whether he plays for them or not. So they have some better weapons than these other teams do. Uh, but right now they're a team that is garbage, and they're in the market for a quarterback that's not named Drew Locke, and they've been rumored to be in the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes. Whichever one of these teams, if any of these teams – that we name here in the next, you know, four after this one, lands Baker Mayfield, I think they become an instant improvement. You know, like if, if Carolina or Seattle land Baker Mayfield, I think that they come out of the the bottom five, if you will. So I, I think that there's still time before training camp and during training camp for something to get done with Baker Mayfield. So this could change before we even get to training camp. But right now, for me, 28 are the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs>
Number 29, I'm going to stay in the NFC South. The Atlanta Falcons, they went 7-10 and 10 last year. They trade away Matt Ryan, and he was the stable piece to the to the franchise, to the offense. I, I know that they're going to have young studs. Desmond Ritter at some point will be a starting quarterback for the Falcons this season. I'm not sold on his prospects as an NFL quarterback. I thought he was really good at Cincinnati last year. He was stable. They had a great season under Luke Fickle. But uh, Ritter, I don't know if that gets it done at the next level. And therefore, I have the uh, the Falcons sitting there at number 29. I, I don't like what I see from them as far as the short-term improvements from the Falcons here in this season. Yeah, for me, uh, my next team are the Houston Texans. I know people are very high on Davis Mills, or at least somewhat high on Davis Mills as a quarterback. I just, oh look, I, once you get tape on a guy I wonder if he'll be able to replicate the success he had late in the season uh into this season so for me right now it's the Houston Texans who knows what's gonna like does this trade get voided or whatever happens something like that could take place so for me it's the Texans there they say they have a quarterback they say they like Davis Mills but I mean come on he's not I don't think he's the guy I mean look I could be proven wrong he could end up being good I also don't have very many weapons for him the defense is bad so for me the 29th team are the Houston Texans. Like, if you really want to get into this, you scoffed at my Panthers pick for number 29, but mm-hmm. for 28, my 30th team, I think, is where you're a little high on the Seattle Seahawks. I've got the Seahawks at 30. You're right. You said it. Drew Locke is going to be your quarterback. You trade away Russell Wilson. I mean, you're kind of in play for Baker Mayfield, I guess. Uh, that doesn't really do a whole lot to me for mm-hmm. me. And then if you look at what the Seahawks were able to do last year on the defensive side of the ball, they're middle of the pack. They were 16th. Being 16th isn't good enough to make up for the fact that you're losing your best quarterback in franchise history who's in his prime. It's not like he's on the downward trend. Russell Wilson is legit in his prime. And maybe in the commentary that we had in the five up, we kind of forgot about the Denver Broncos. They're around They're in that group with Dallas and Green Bay and the teams that are like the next up for the top five. But the fact that the, the Seahawks trade away Russell Wilson in his prime, and they look to, to go back to the, to the mat with uh, drew lock. That's not going to get done. I think you're too high on the Seahawks. I've got the Seahawks at number 30. All right, all right, all right. My number 30 team, the New York Giants. I'm not going to go Jets because I feel like Zach Wilson is better than Daniel Jones, but, like, you're going to – okay, again, we're going to do this again with Daniel Jones. Don't we know by now? Don't we know? Think a new staff is going to come in and, like, all right, Daniel Jones is our guy. I don't think so. I feel like the Giants are going to be in the sweepstakes for one of these top five quarterbacks coming out of college next year. Uh, I don't know if think they're going to be bad enough to be in the C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young. I think that they're not going to be the two worst teams in the NFL, but I don't see the Giants being a successful team this year. They're going to try one more year with Daniel Jones. He got off to a hot start early last year, but then it kind of imploded around him. So for me, I'm going to go with the Giants. I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be successful. I think they're looking for a new quarterback at the end of the year. So I'm with the Giants. Number 31. My uh, 31st team in the NFL uh, on defense, uh, they're 25th last year. On offense, they're 29th. Uh, the New York Jets. You you laid out that you think the Giants are going to be better than the Jets. I don't see it. Um, I could lean towards the assessment that Wilson is better than Jones. I get what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. I also don't think that the, the Jets really 
have a whole lot to speak of, uh, especially with weapons around Zach Wilson. And I know that when you when you draft a Garnett early top ten player, uh, he's going to make a difference wide receiver from Ohio State. But but basically, I just don't see it from the Jets this year. I think they're going to be bad again. And then we're also going to have to hear uh, from uh, Greeny telling us about how great uh, the Jets are going to be, even though they have four wins. Uh, so the you know like it, it's the same thing every single year with the New York Jets. And I think that they're still going to be in the bottom, uh, bottom five, one of the worst teams in the NFL. I've got them at 31. For my 31st team, the Carolina Panthers. I don't like Sam Darnold. I don't think he's good. I think the whole team is bad. What, is Matt Corral going to be your guy? Is that what we're doing? Matt Corral? That's terrible. No, thank you. Uh, I mean, this is a team that if they don't trade for for Baker Mayfield, and it's basically them or the Seahawks, right? Yeah. So if they don't trade for Baker Mayfield, they are in prime position for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, either of those guys that come out of college. One and two, they'll probably be number one and two. Uh, so I would say that, yeah, the Panthers are, are going to be hot garbage. And you already mentioned uh, my final team, so I'll just say it again here before you get to yours. The Atlanta Falcons are going to be the worst oh, team in the NFL. Right, yeah. They are hot garbage. Uh, once again, they'll be drafting a quarterback very high, probably number one or two overall. The Atlanta Falcons are the league's hottest of hot garbage. All right, so that's 32 for you. Now, uh, this is the Bear Down podcast, right? This is the Chicago Bears Down podcast. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, so we're doing five down, the five worst teams in the NFL. I've got the Panthers, the Falcons, the Seahawks, and the Jets. So you need my 32nd team, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, hmm Well, at number 32, I will give you building suspense the Houston Texans I think the Texans uh, you, you mentioned uh, Davis Mills uh, bright spot last year Lovey Smith is now their head coach think about that oh yeah that's crazy it is what are you doing I Texans? love Lovey too that's crazy though. what are you doing that's Texans crazy. it's not 2011 nope what are you doing Houston what are you doing uh, the Texans, I, I don't think there's a lot of talent on the roster. They, they're they going to play a lot of rookies. They have a lot of draft picks, and it's going to be a major re, rehaul and rebuild uh, in, in that situation. And I think Davis Mills, even though he showed some signs, I think that was more of a product of how bad they were um, like offensively that they were allowed to have a, a guy kind of throw up those yards in those situations. Even though he was, quote, good last year, mm-hmm. the Texans were 30th in yards per play on offense, not defense. With Lovey Smith now as your quarter, your your head coach, they were thirty first defensively in yards per play. So Houston, statistically the worst team in the NFL, and they go out and they hire an uninspiring Lovey Smith to be the head coach with a quarterback in his second year who was okay, yeah. but I, not someone with a high ceiling. I have the Texans at thirty two, which would mean. The Chicago Bears do not make our bottom five in either of our lists. No, they don't. And you should have known that. You should know this because we both believe that they're a a 7-8. If everything absolutely goes right, a 9-win team, that's that's not worst five teams in the NFL. That's not bottom five. Like, bottom five is like three wins, four wins. Like, that's what these teams are going to be fighting for. For a uh, f- to try to get the number one pick, 
is like their third, searching for their third or fourth win. I don't think the Bears are going to be that bad. The the other teams, you mentioned the Giants. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the Giants on my list. Uh, so who's the team that I mentioned that you didn't have on your list? The Jets. Jets? Okay, so it's the Jets and the Giants. We each had one vote per each team. Mm-hmm. Neither of us had uh, Jacksonville on the list. I think Jacksonville is in the same category as the Bears. Will they be... They'll be improved. They'll be in that, like, we're almost 500 category, yeah. even though they're not a playoff team. Uh, neither of us mentioned the Bears. Neither of us mentioned the Commanders. I think the Commanders are kind of in that grouping. You know, the Commanders have one of the better defenses in the NFL, though. So, like, that'll keep you... Yeah, but they also are going, they're going to start Carson Wentz. All right, you can still win six or seven games. Yeah. Yeah, same grouping, right? Yeah, Giants, yeah. Jags. Yeah. Giants, Jags, Jets, Bears, Commanders. Uh, I would also put maybe the Vikings in this category. That's fair. And neither of us listed the Lions. No, didn't list the Lions. They're frisky. We went over those numbers uh, either last week or the last one or a couple. Oh, couple, yeah, I, can, I can look that up the, quickly. Uh, it's the numbers uh, against where the they, spread. Against the spread. Also, I put the Steelers in there too. Like Trubisky or Kenny Pickett. They're not going to be more than eight wins, seven wins. Steelers, yeah. I put them in that category. Well, and we did. We talked about on the last Bear Down podcast. There's a lot of noise coming from Pittsburgh. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. Uh, so it's it's like the teams that are in the next grouping, uh, because since you had the Giants, I'm going to eliminate them from this category, just like I had the Jets. So the next group behind the five down, I've got in this cloud. Jacksonville, Chicago, Washington, Minnesota, Detroit, Pittsburgh. That's six teams, right? Like, that gets you to the top 20. Yeah. You know, in 19. And then that's when you're talking about the Saints, the Cardinals, the Dolphins. You know, the the true middle of the NFL. The Eagles, the Browns, uh, the Patriots. Those are the teams right there in the 20s because, like, then once you get past like the Patriots, then we have to talk about teams that can they get to the top five. And at that point, we're talking Broncos and maybe the Colts with Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. Baltimore, Tennessee, which I'm I'm always usually a little bit down on, uh, San Francisco, and Dallas. Those are like the next teams to the top five. But yeah, I think the Bears are going to be in that cluster: Jacksonville, Washington, Minnesota. The Lions, the Steelers. Yeah. Five, right around 500. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. A little less than 500. A little under okay. 500. Let me ask you this. So that's five up, five down. Hold on. Hold on. Up and down. Five up. High five. Five down. Down low. Too slow. Five up and five down with Black and Abdallah. Five, five, five. Sell, sell, sell. On ESPN 1000. And down. You're right. It does. It does feel good to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like football season. All right. Let me let me ask you this question quickly. Packers win the division, NFC North. Can you finish out the rest of the the division in any order? And what I mean by that is, would it surprise you if it went Lions, Bears, Vikings, or Vikings, Bears, Lions, or Bears? Vikings, Lions. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think I, the only one that, that surprises me is if the, I still think the Lions aren't as good 
as the Bears and the Vikings. The Bears and the Vikings, because I still have the Bears beating them twice, and I still have the Bears splitting with the Vikings. So because of that logic, I can't put like no. Would I be would I be like flabbergasted? No, but because of what I've said, the Bears are going to do. I can't put the Lions ahead of the Bears. I think the shock would be if any team other than the Packers win the division, that would be a surprise. Yeah, it would have to mean that someone got hurt. And I would also say... And that someone would be Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah, it'd have to be that Aaron Rodgers got hurt. If Rodgers plays 14 games or more, Mm -hmm. they win the division. Because Because I assume the Packers sweep the division. Yeah. Could the could the Packers win the division if Aaron Rodgers only plays eight games? Are the are six of those eight games against the division? The first the the <laughs> let's make it interesting. It's the last eight, so they're like behind Ooh. behind the ball. They're behind yeah. b- behind the schedule. I gotta look at their schedule, but yeah, maybe, maybe. I think. Like, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, the only shocking thing that would be uh, that would really happen is if the Packers didn't win the division and they finished not second, right? Like, yeah. if they, they were the third best team in the division, I don't yeah. think that's possible. No, I, I think that this, it shakes out Packers and then eh, whatever, and then Lions at the end. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, look, the you can't tie because well, there's. I mean, you could have the same record. I think it's very possible that the Lions will have the worst quarterback in the division this year. Oh yeah. So, in that context, even if you're a frisky team, it all comes back to the quarterback, and it comes back to the ability at the end of games to score points. And I don't think that's something that Jared Goff is able to do. I don't think that that's something that the Lions are going to have over the long haul, even though they have upgraded weapons mm-hmm. and they're they were a team that covered a lot of games they were fourth in the nfl last year i believe is what we looked up uh, on one of these podcasts like yeah. last week as far as against the spread so that means they were a team that was not expected to do anything and they exceed the expectation no absolutely and i i think that this this also comes down to that i think that the when we when we we did a uh, we used to do a segment called even better worse right where we would go through the bears schedule and say are the bears even with this team are they worse than this team are they better than this team and i think that they are better than they're obviously worse than the packers they're even with the vikings they're better than the they're worse than the packers even with the the vikings better than the lions right and that's how i think the division shakes out i think it goes packers and then like, for all we know, the Bears and the Lions, I know you go off, there's tiebreakers and whatnot, but I would say that the it, it wouldn't surprise me if the Bears and Vikings ended up with the same record this season. Yeah, around 500. Yeah. yeah. Seven and nine, or maybe it's the, you know, I, I could see all three teams being around that. Yeah, absolutely. I could see the Lions getting to, to six or seven wins. You know, maybe mm-hmm. Minnesota gets to nine. Yeah, the Bears the have Bears eight, are, seven, yeah. something like that. Absolutely. All right, uh, five up, five down. Uh, we, we do this every week on Black and Abdallah once we get to the football season. So after Labor Day throughout the NFL season, we, we go up, five up, five down, five best teams, five worst teams. How about that? The Bears don't land in our five down, which I'm sure many people expected them to. To fall. And the discourse that will come from this podcast is that Black and Abdallah say the Bears are going to the Super Bowl. Well, no, I mean, listen. 
What will say? What'll happen is that it'll say that we uh, we said that they win 11 games. And guess what? If you don't think that, you're a hater. Thank you for listening to the Bear Down Podcast. Check it out Tuesdays and Thursdays right here on the ESPN Chicago app. And also check out Black and Abdallah weeknights from 6 to 8 on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We'll talk to you next week.